0: Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Rome Business Radio. I'm your host, Roger Manus, coming to you from the Etowah Employment Studios in downtown Rome, Georgia. And our guest today is our gracious host, who has allowed us to embed our studios here at his fine facility in downtown Rome. It's Leighton Roberts, the president and CEO of Etowah Employment. Hello, Leighton. How are you, Roger? How are you? Pretty good. Happy to have you here. Um, So let's talk employment and staffing. All right. (laughs) So. What is a brief history of your background and how did you get into this industry?
1: Well, you know, the background is um, in in science. Uh, that was my major in, in college, but um, was recruited by a large uh, staffing company in 1994 to open up offices for, for them. And uh, so I've actually been in this uh, this industry for 25 years.
0: And what is the scope of services that you provide here at Y employment it's it's everything from uh, uh, strictly payrolling uh,
1: for companies who have employees that maybe don't have a, a payroll person or maybe a human resources uh, office so it's everything from payrolling to uh, actually outsourcing the whole human resources function um, so we the employees that we have are actually on our payroll. They are actually our employees. We pay all the payroll taxes, W two generation. We pay all the workers comp. Everything. Um, so the value to to uh, a uh, employer uh, is that we also do recruiting, and with a three three and a half percent unemployment rate, especially in our area, um, it's 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 a huge job to to
0: provide workers for for companies. So companies can then spend their precious time and resources concentrating on what they do correct. They can conduct their business and leave those granted hugely important areas of of uh of uh business um administratively to you that's correct is and and um so how would how would an employer how do you find these businesses? or Do they come to you? Is it networking? How, does, how has that worked over the years?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm asked that question a lot, which is, uh, you know, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> you know, is, is, do you go out and find uh, employers first or do you find employees first? And the answer is at the same time. Um, so a lot of uh, – because Etowah employment has been in business for, for so long, um, a lot of clients call us by reputation – um, they know that we're going to treat them, uh, uh, any candidates that come in confidentially, uh, whether that be somebody making 850 an hour or $400,000 a year. Um, so what we see a lot is a client that will call us and say, you know, we have a manufacturing facility and we want to staff five, six, seven, eight people for this. And that usually leads to well, we need some help finding an administrative assistant or customer service or accounts payable. Um, So we might have 50, 60
0: people in an organization, or we might have just a couple. So it's interesting. Your background was science from an educational standpoint, and then just as you got out in the real world into your real life, you ended up working in this industry. And how did Etowah employment cross your path? This is something you purchased yes. years ago and yeah. and um, have just grown it ever since? Yeah. I had 10 years in, in this human
1: capital uh, management arena uh, with a very large Dutch company. And uh, I found out after 10 years that uh, this local staffing service was for, for sale. And I always discounted... Um, this particular business because i just didn't hear much from them uh when i decided to purchase etowah employment did the due diligence and found out that they were doing a lot more business than i thought uh we've grown it from there um we started out when i bought the company we were doing a little over a million dollars a year and we we do about
0: uh, seven seven and a half million in service of five county area uh very high profile great location Mm -hmm. downtown what about the flip side, the the person looking for work? Mm. What is the process that they would go through in regard to Edwine Employment, how they might end up technically working for you but at one of your clients? Right.
1: Uh, great question. Um, they can do it um, many ways. Uh, they can go online at com and fill out an online application. We still want to see them. Nothing can ever take the place of a face-to-face um, type interview Um, so they can fill out the application it comes directly to us and uh, then we'll schedule an interview or they can call us they're welcome to stop by uh, and fill out an application and do the interview Uh, and then we will look at their skills what they've done before and then we'll try to find the best fit for them at any of
0: our clients and to touch on something you said earlier this runs the gamut of educational background of experience background Of pay scale that's right you provide that service for anybody anywhere anytime correct
1: yeah yeah and and you know because of uh, of where we're located and servicing a a five-county area basically um, northwest georgia northeast alabama some parts of tennessee um you have to be all things to all people uh if we were in metro atlanta or chattanooga um Birmingham, then you could specialize. You could have offices just for uh, accounting or just for customer service. Uh, so we we have to here, um, but yes, it could be you know anything from uh, industrial type placement uh, to actual uh, presidents and CEOs of companies that are making two hundred, three hundred thousand that a that a uh, current owner wants an outsider to come in Mm -hmm. and uh, break up a good old boy, good old girl network Mm -hmm. uh,
0: and wants a pair of fresh eyes. So you touched on the unemployment rate nationally and locally earlier. I would imagine in your business, you pay great attention to that rate uh, through the years. When it's low, is that better for you or worse for you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and again, a, a really good question because I've, I've tried for over 25 years now to see what our sweet spot is. <laughs> now, is that sweet spot a low unemployment or is it a high unemployment? If you look at it from an employee standpoint, if it's very low, then obviously it's harder to recruit. A lot of people are working, you don't have a pool to choose from. If the unemployment is higher, then you have a great number of people, but that also means that you may not have a company that's looking to expand. Correct. So it's it's a juggling act. But if 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 I had to tell you the the ideal sweet spot would be a, an unemployment number a number of around five five and a half percent. You still have a good pool to choose from and companies are hiring. I used to think before 2006 that this was a recession proof business. Uh, when times were good, people were uh, companies were hiring. Uh, when times were not so good that maybe they didn't want to hire a permanent workforce, they wanted to hire just uh, a workforce that they could you know let go at any time, you know depending on on their uh, levels. Sure. Um, there is no such thing as recession-proof business, um, and uh, so we had we had some hard times in 2006, and it was l- almost like a uh, faucet turned off. But what we found was production still had to go on. Uh, companies were operating leaner, but uh, they needed a workforce, and it was easier, cheaper, better for them to hire or outsource.
0: And so they came to us to do that. I'm curious if based on your position and where you are in the the connectivity of capitalism, if you see recession coming before others, mm. uh, you mentioned 06, when most people think the recession hit an 08, um, just curious. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going off script here. <laughs> Usually, um, you
1: know, it's a good barometer, our industry is, of, of the economy, not necessarily prediction of recession. Okay. Um, but it's a good barometer of, of how we're doing. Uh, in 25 years, I've never seen unemployment this low. Now, that's a good thing, right? But when you have industries that can't run several lines – of their machinery because they can't find the workers. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. So, um, the, the, really the marketing that's being done right now by us is appealing to people that are already working. Maybe they don't like their bosses or maybe they don't like the commute. Uh, so they're coming to us uh, and saying,
0: please find me a better fit. Please find me something.
1: And, uh, so, You know, I've said it before, but uh, if you have a 3.5% unemployment rate, what that really means is half of that really don't want to work. Okay. So then you're left with a 1.5% or 1.7%, whatever that is. Um, So it's very difficult to find. But to answer your question, is this, um, can I look in my crystal ball to see if a recession is really coming? No. No. I can't. But I can tell you over the course of, of 25 years uh, what may be occurring. And uh, um, the bigger problem that we have is is lack of workers. Uh, it could be an immigration-type problem. Uh, but I can't tell you for certain if a true recession is coming.
0: Well, I didn't mean to, I guess, harp on the negative of, say, a recession. Just in your position, can you see good times coming? Can you say be in a situation where, oh, I can a year from now this thing's exploding and the economy is going to be going gangbusters because of what's going on in our industry right now. So mm-hmm. just curious if if you were in a position where you could kind of sense things a little earlier than other industries.
1: Yeah, we're 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 really optimistic um uh, continuing to be optimistic about the economy. Um the downside is the unemployment number and if there was a way uh as a country for us to uh create more people (laughs) (laughs) or to, um, uh, maybe look at immigration, um, having people, uh,
0: come in that are, that are more skilled in nature. I think that would help a lot. Okay. Um, you mentioned your many years in the industry. What are the changes you have seen in the workforce during that quarter century?
1: Well, you know, you look at the different generations of the workforce and, um, just about all the mature, generation, uh, as we say, are not working. They're, they're pretty much in retirement now. Um, and the way that you motivated people or the workforce in the mature or the baby boom boomer generation uh, when I first started is totally different than how we motivate a uh, Gen Z, as they call them now. So there, there was a great report, a great book uh, and study that was uh, written probably in the 90s Uh, by Yankovich and Associates, a Madison Avenue firm. And the title of the book was, um, or is, uh, Rocking the Ages, and how to motivate different generations in that workforce. And every workforce is is motivated differently. For example, our parents, who were part of that mature generation, uh, really put a lot of emphasis on a womb-to-grave job, um they liked the fact that they could work for a company for 30 years that they were going to be taken care of uh, get a watch at retirement get that gold watch <laughs> right yeah whether it be a Timex or a Rolex depending <laughs> on which which uh, company you work for and so um they were motivated differently they were motivated by really doing a good job um monetary, loyalty loyalty was key sure. to that uh baby boomers still loyalty uh, motivated little bit more by money, uh, but we noticed in the baby boomer generation, which ended uh in sixty uh, four that a uh, little bit more motivated by um, uh, money uh, but doing a good job and recognition okay that was key okay and then of course we have the gen x uh, the gen y uh, and what uh, uh, we refer to now as the millennial mm-hmm. generation. So the millennials, uh, there's a stereotype, and a lot of people ask me, Div, "What do you think about the millennials now?" and wanting me to say something negative about them, and I, and and I can't uh, because they're motivated by a different thing. They they want to uh, work for a company that
0: does some sort of social good, and they want to feel like they're making a difference. Okay. So it's less about money or longevity or loyalty. They want to be socially conscious. But the, 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 the stereotype would be that there's some work ethic issue with the millennial generation that you're not finding. You're, you're finding that they have the work ethic. They just want to do it differently.
1: Yeah. Isn't it
0: funny that if,
1: if a mature or baby boomer is uh, supervising a uh, Gen Z millennial that they're going to ask a question like, uh, "There's a little something there on the work ethic, right?" Okay, their work ethic is going to be a little bit different from the mature generation. You know, even when we saw um, uh, the Gen X, Gen Y, they wanted to work from home, right? Still good work ethic. It's differently. I want to work differently? They didn't want to come in uh, <laughs> or have that combination. It was. A, it we called in the in industry a. Um, a life-work balance. You know, they were as concerned about building a career as they were taking care of their children. Mm -hmm. Um, In this millennial generation, they want to feel like they're doing a good job. They want to want recognition. They may not be motivated necessarily by pay or stock options, um, but they want to feel like that they make a difference. So, when you are managing, if you're an employer and you're managing uh, a lot of these millennials, uh, it may be unnatural for a baby boomer to say, you know what, you're doing a really good job. What you're doing means X, Y, and Z. And telling them that, that's what they
0: want to hear. Interesting. Um, that's very, very interesting. So, you mentioned the employers. What what are the biggest challenges that some of the employers are facing now
1: the The biggest challenge is is trying to find the right workers without sacrificing their standards. You know years ago, we would have companies that would say um, absolutely no one with a felony and, uh, and we still have companies that say no no felonies," and then maybe they say, well you know if they've had a felony in the past you know, 10 years and it's not a violent felony, okay. Uh, suppose they tested positive for marijuana. Uh, so we're seeing a lot of uh, laxing of standards uh, just in an
0: effort to get the right workforce or get workers there. And that may be a reflection of some of societal changes anyway on some of those issues. I think you're right. And it just bounces back in, in your profession. Tell me about um, what it means to you. You're, you're a native of Rome, Georgia, correct? Mm-hmm. Just uh, to have settled back in here after college and and um, acquired this business, grown this business, and being a vibrant part of this business community, uh, what does that mean to you personally?
1: Well, I think it means everything. You know, uh, we're very involved in the community. I'm very involved in the community. Um, there are options when you graduate from, from college, and, and that may mean – you know, moving away, and I think that probably uh, most of uh, the folks that I graduated uh, from high school with never came back. There's a handful of us that are still here. Uh, Rome is home. Uh, Rome is a great place to live, a great place to raise a family. Uh, industries are coming into Rome like crazy. Um, Rome used to be a sleepy little bedroom community, and now it's a very vibrant, multicultural. Um, to, a place to live. I mean, it's not uncommon for you to go down Broad Street and uh, run into some Italians from Pirelli or some Japanese from our other companies that are here. And um, so people that um, you know, um, are, are more embracing of,
0: of different cultures here, which is nice to see. What do you see as the future of your business? Uh, you said we've been looking back at the last 25 and what's going on now. What's down the road for Etowah employment and your industry in general? I think for Etowah employment,
1: it's, um, it, it will continue uh, to grow uh, as more and more companies find out that they want to keep their, um, uh, their core competency. So if they uh, make widgets, for example, they don't necessarily have the time to devote to full human resources. So I think you're, you're going to see a lot more outsourcing. Uh, outsourcing is really a fairly new concept. to to industries and to businesses. Um, So I think you're going to see a lot more of that for the industry as a whole. I think it will continue to grow. I don't know the uh, statistic, but there are um, millions, hundreds of millions of people that work contingent. Uh, Now that contingent, just to explain very quickly, um, is they might go to us and they want to work just a uh, a couple of, months during the summer, or they might want to work, attempt to hire situation where they're on our payroll, and then at the end of 90 days, they're transferred to the client's payroll. Or it could be a situation where a client wants a complete workforce to be handled by us. And what we've noticed over the past 25 years in my experience is that people don't really care if their paycheck says XYZ company, or Edawa employment, as long as they're being treated like a viable part of that team and rewarded, et cetera,
0: and as long as the check clears. That's right, <laughs> and and for us it will. Yes. Uh, so again, it's edawaemployment uh, We want to take a minute here to thank you. As I mentioned off the top of the of the broadcast here, uh, we are embedded in your corporate office here in downtown Rome that we now refer to as the Etowah (laughs) Employment Studios. So we are very thankful for your hospitality as we as we launch Rome Business Radio and get it growing and Happy to explore some of this business connectivity in Rome and the surrounding areas. So thank you for that. Mm, Um, and and we hope you open the doors for us to other people.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think we'll be, we'll be able to. (laughs) So we can have lots and lots of guests on Rome Business Radio. Again, my name is Roger Manus. Thank you. Leighton Roberts, the president and CEO of Etawa Employment. If you are a business, looking to outsource some of your HR and employee needs, com is the place to go. And if you're looking for work, this is a great place to come. Uh, you can start online uh, at com. This is a play, great place to come to perhaps open up some new career opportunities for you. So again, thank you, Layton. We appreciate your time. And um, you've been listening to Rome Business Radio, coming to you from the Etowah Employment Studios in downtown Rome. I'm Roger Manus, and we will see you next time. Thank you.